welcome to Shock'em Dead Podcast, Episode 9. Today we're going to be talking about Mortuary from 1983, starring Bill S. Paxton Esquire and Christopher George. Is that his name? That's the the guy that played the uh, mortician. Okay. And uh, we're also going to be talking about Christmas. Because it was a few weeks ago, and we yeah. were yeah, we were gonna we were gonna do one, but we didn't. We were yeah, we we're gonna do a Christmas episode, but we didn't because we got jobs. Yay! Yeah, money, work. What else? Um, are we talking about what we've been up to? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, okay. Well, Let's get right down into it. We're gonna mention uh, we watched Silent Night, Deadly Night, just. One and two. Yeah. And our Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 garbage day. (laughs) Or just Silent Night, Deadly Night. 40 minutes in, you get some dude with crazy eyebrows. Just like laughing to a gun. It's it's, like that scene itself is funny for anybody that's just seen the clip of garbage day. And the guy's like, huh? And then he shoots a garbage (laughs) can. It's like, no! But, I mean, if you just saw that clip, you'd be like, that's ridiculous. If you watch that movie, you're like, yeah, okay. But the, but the whole movie's ridiculous. Yes, that's why it's just like, hmm? It's like the first half of the movie is just the first movie because uh, they had to figure out a way to re-release it, like the first one. So they just... It's a damn Tipper Gore Bullshit. So they just made it a clip movie and then added an ending to it involving the main character's little brother. That was so dumb. Like, the first one, honestly, wasn't that bad. Like, it's not a masterpiece, but I'd watch it again. But that second one, the reason you would watch it again is because it's ridiculous. Like, did that guy think he did a great job? No. No, he, He even said, like, every time he'd do it right, they would be like, no, you need to... Be more crazy. That's not even crazy. That's like <laughs> if you ate like eight boxes of snack cakes and then drank an yeah, entire thing of Jack Daniels and scoot your mic over a few a little bit. And you're talking into the bottom of it, and then drank an entire thing of Jack Daniels and then fell asleep and had this weird dream about this random guy. It it doesn't have the same effect because I stopped halfway through. But you know what? It's just weird. It's not even like, that guy's crazy. It's like, what? What combination of drugs are you on, sir? Like, you're supposed to be threatening to the uh, the counselor guy. or What was that? He was in a police station and no, the guy comes in, a, in and just goes. He was in a loony band. Oh, okay. And that was the guy coming to evaluate him. All right. Well, they, I, maybe I just wasn't paying attention to that. But I, I just love how that the the janitor guy or whatever he was comes in and just goes. He's not a he's not a janitor. He's one of the <laughs> workers there. Oh, but that was that was it. He just held his finger <laughs> up to him, and the guy was like, or the main guy. I don't even know his name. The little brother is a dude from the from Silent Night, Deadly Night, who punish. Him, uh, uh, whatever his his name is, 
it's I, mm, mm. that was oh, that was ridiculous. I have to look it up. We watched Shrek since then. I can't remember everything. We have not watched Shrek. What the <laughs> hell are you talking about? Well, the bro, the the main guy from the first one was Billy. Yeah, yeah, I remember that because they said his name like every five seconds. Billy. Let's see. And Silent Night, Deadly Night Two. Yo, he didn't even have a beard on, in the in the <laughs> second one, when he was massacring at Santa or whatever. He he went back to the orphanage. Ricky. Okay, yeah, Ricky. Caldwell. Okay, the nun had a stroke, right? <laughs> and it's, it instead of just telling us that she had a stroke and she was in a wheelchair, they that that wasn't enough. They had to get like. Some magic markers and just scribble on one half of her face. Yeah, like in some shots, it looked like they tried to do some, some actual makeup, and others it just looked like they're like, oh shit, we forgot. <laughs> yeah, because that's not what happens when you have a stroke. No, you just can't walk or use your arm or whatever. I don't. I don't know why he'd want to. Like, okay, for half of the flashbacks that he was supposed to have been having, how the fuck would he have known about this stuff? Because he was an infant in the car? Yeah. When Santa Claus, like... Well, I mean, his brother could have told him about that, but the, but the his stuff... His brother got dead! Yeah, the stuff, like, that happened, you know, that night that he killed everybody. Like how he, would he know that? How he, would he know his own brother's experiences that he was not <laughs> there for at all? He was... And a, <laughs> Like in the first one, the nun even exposition. The nun was like, "His brother is such a good boy, not at all like him." Tries not to look at camera, but like he just snaps. <laughs> like at the end of the first one, I doubt that they they intended that to be a lead on into the second one. Because when the brother gets dead, and the little brother, who's the main character, the second one sees it, he's still a little fellow in front of his brother, and he just says. <laughs> Does he even say that? He just says random shit in the second yeah. one. He says moo at one point. Yeah. Moo! We had to rewind it. I was like, at that point, you don't want stuff so ridiculous. You're just like, yeah, uh-huh. But at that, I was like, rewind that. Did he say moo? <laughs> he said moo. He did. Yes, he did. Told you. He said, he said moo. <laughs> but... The boy did say moo. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. Yeah, get you there. You're over there with your legs 50 feet apart. I'm man spreading. <laughs> Shit, I do that. I'm not, I'm not very ladylike. But, uh, yep. Those movies are ridiculous. I'd watch them again. I would. Yeah, we still need to watch three, four, and five. Oh my God. I don't know about that. Um, uh, they're on 2B. Well, uh, Black Christmas is on there, too. I know it's not Christmas anymore. It won't be in the Christmas spirit, but I still would like to watch it. It'll be in the killing dumb people spirit. I thought you were going to say killing dumpies. Killing dumpies. Is that like slang? Yeah. Huh. Uh, well, besides watching those, what else uh, have we been up to? I forget if in the last podcast I had beaten Dragon Quest or uh, I think I was just about to, but I beat it. The ending was all right. Mm. It was just like 
Well, you 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 went back and beat it. Remember, you said you beat it when you thought you beat it the first time. I meant the last podcast. I I I was well into the second part. Oh, okay, yeah. So I actually beat it this time, and the ending was just like. It's it's got the. The Stephen King syndrome, not as bad as Stephen King books, but it's like he put all these hours and time into it, and then all of a sudden it's just like done. <laughs> You're like, what? Okay. All right, so now I'm playing Dragon Quest uh, Seven on the 3DS, and uh, we got new phones. Uh, mine is right there. Where yeah, it's the webcam. Yeah, because our webcam was awful. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize I had points on Straight Talk, because that's what I use. I've had the same number for years. And I was like, rewards, huh? What's that? I had like 50,000 points. Oh, you had 250,000. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. And um, I saw like $300 off a phone. 10,000 points. I was like, all right. So I got that like eight times. And I got us free phones. So I've been... Uh, we both downloaded Fantasian. That, that game that uh, Nobuo Imatsu did the score for and the dude that worked on uh final fantasy games helped with and it's like dioramas it's pretty cool i need to play it more rather than playing dragon quest 7 uh i played well we've been on a south park kick the past few weeks because we watched the uh it really is like i'm 12 <laughs> i'm watching south park and for some reason i i I'm listening to any 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 Anthony Keys's uh, autobiography and listening to them, but it's it's weird. It's like I'm reverting back into being eleven or twelve. Yeah, but anyway, because you cut me off, uh, we were watching the uh, South Park pandemic specials and the post-covid special and all that and then we started watching the series from the beginning and it's weird to see those episodes that you saw when you were you know little not supposed to watch it in my case getting the weird little songs that cartman sings stuck (laughs) in our heads like we both woke up one day and i was i was thinking like he must have sang that the him singing the wild west song (laughs) and he was like man i can't get that that song Cartman was singing out of my head. I was like, you too? <laughs> well, I'm a badass cowboy living in the cowboy days. Wiggy, wiggy, scratch, yo, bang, bang. Me and Art... Oh, stupid ad. <laughs> Me and Artemis <laughs> Clyde Frog... Me and Artemis Clyde Frog go save some Hayek from the big metal spider. A wiggy, wiggy, wig, wig, wiggy, wiggy, wig. Fresh cowboy from the west side. Wiggy, wiggy, scratch, yo, bang, bang. Me and Artemis Clyde Frog go save some of Frog Polly Prissy Pants. Go to, well, Rumple Tump Skin. <laughs> it's hard. You try singing it. Well, it's weird without the beat. Not you, not you, because you I just did. people. Uh, I just did. I, just... I don't sleep. <laughs> that line that was like besides garbage day from silent night deadly night 2 garbage day uh that was my favorite line do you dream ricky i don't sleep <laughs> he just turned around and just like i don't sleep and it closed up on his face and then, and then the psychiatrist was like okay <laughs> turn that page yeah, but since we've been watching South Park, I got the urge to 
dig out the old South Park Stick of Truth game because I never beat it when it came out for whatever reason, even though it's really short. Oh, well, really it's pre- short. It's pretty short for if it, you for, know, for an RPG. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> that game is hilarious. And so now I'm playing The Fractured Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> or The Fractured Butthole. Yeah, it, let's not make it vulgar, okay? The swollen anus. <laughs> is that the game my uncle Nicky's gonna publish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you want to talk about us getting jobs again and how you don't have to put in a million job applications anymore? We won't say where, but. I would wake up every single day. People don't believe me. And it kind of pisses me off. I mean, there are people that are like, oh, that's hard to believe. But there are people that are like, oh, okay. You know what? You try being out of a job and putting in applications everywhere you can and getting either no's for no reason or just nothing over and over again. I would wake up, like I said, check my email, see if anybody got back to me wanting to interview me. Or I would go through the various apps I had for putting in applications like Indeed Zippy or whatever the hell that was. I was like, I don't care. I'll use it. Um, Looking on like Google job searches, like anything. And I, you know, made up several resumes. My friend Judah, my buddy, helped me with uh, putting together a resume, like a better resume and gearing it towards whatever I was applying for. So I had several. I had interview questions and answers written up and I practiced them so much that if I did have an interview, I'd be ready. And I was just getting nothing. Absolutely nothing. The only thing I did get was I was going to be interviewed for, um, it was like for life insurance or something to that effect. I mean, I know what it is, but I don't really want to say. Um, but they were really nice, and I think I would have gotten a job there. But, you know, both of us working, to me, is a better situation than me working. Because, I mean, that's more money. But yeah, I, I'm 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 really glad. It, it even took a while to get a job back um, where we did. It took about three months yeah. out of the six I was looking for a job, and just now, I'm getting emails. It's like, hey, we looked at your application. If you're interested in an interview, I'm like, gee, thanks. But you know what? I'm glad because I really didn't want to do. I'm not talking about the job that I probably would have gotten if I did the interview because I had to cancel, and the woman was very nice about it. But I wouldn't have wanted to do. A call center from home because that was a lot of the places I applied to and they'd be like oh you're not qualified and I'm like for a call center what do you what do you want some places you wouldn't believe would want you to have a bachelor's I'm like, for what what requires me to have a bachelor's degree you just want to see some paper I got some paper lying around you want some money I don't have that so tough I don't know, but yeah. We're working. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now it sucked. So I was trying to say it sucked. And anybody that thinks I'm lying could go f- freak off. And uh, so far, the uh, the job we went back to has been a lot better than it was the last time we worked there. Yeah. So that's good. There's been some management changes and... Stuff like that. And we missed our friends. Yeah, definitely. I felt like I felt like Granny got let out of the old people home. It's you, it's really you. Michael. Yeah, definitely. Brent. It was like Michael and 
Brett. Michael and Brett. We walk back there to the to the meeting area. I really did miss our friends. I mean, we 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 still talk to them a little bit, but it's 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 way better when you could actually talk to somebody, you know. Hmm. But now we're on night shift again, so yeah. It. I don't. I don't. I don't care. We have a job. Yeah. We both could work. We both have the same schedule. Where else can you get that? Uh, nowhere. Yeah. Unless you work for yourself, which we tried and it didn't work. Well, it didn't work because of we didn't have a stable foundation because of the circumstances in which that we did not have our jobs anymore. It was unexpected. So it's not like we were just like, all right, let's go for it. It was just kind of like we yeah. need to try this. And it kept us afloat for six months. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd rather actually have a job. Yes. Yeah, definitely. But yep. So now we've got new goals. We're going to try to get a new place because ours is way too tiny. Oh, no. We're not going to try. We are. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ain't no trying. Especially we need a bigger podcast studio. I need a better <laughs> chair and I got these crusty ass <laughs> headphones. Well, this chair just leans back. So I'm like leaning on. I got the... a metal chair with a pillow on it. <laughs> I'm leaning on the record shelf to keep from leaning back too far. But. Like, what you can see in this frame, like that Vicious Rumors poster over there, all the way to right here for you video viewers. For all you video uh, boys out there. That is the whole room there. It's like a closet, pretty much, this room. Pretty much, yeah. And it's like, the, it's a square. It's, you know, the same distance that way. It used to be storage. But now it's our... Uh, recording studio, control room slash podcast studio. Yeah, we got to work with what we got here, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like we're going to try and hopefully it'd be nice to move this year, but hopefully by next year we can. At least I want to be in the procedure yeah. of moving by next year. That's my goal. And before it was that. When we got jobs somewhere else, but we were dumbasses mm -hmm. because we finally had money and we were like, I want to get this and this and this. Probably the reason I have one million of band shirts. Yeah. You have so many band shirts, the drawers overflowing. You do too. Yeah. Don't be, don't be <laughs> looking at me with them judgmental eyes. Uh, you are it? You too. bought them for me. <laughs> Yes, I did. Because <laughs> you're like, I got five shirts, I'll buy you three shirts. I was like, okay. Five, get it. You, that one day you got like a big bag full of shirts. They were on sale. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I've got so oh, many. Oh, I, I was getting, huh? I, I've got so many guitars that they're just piling up everywhere. Yeah, I got drum stuff. I got an electric kit that I still really like. And uh, I just got action figures. Might have had a little problem with that. Because I was like, look at this deal on eBay. And I'd be like, they, I did get some good fucking deals. Yeah. For real. Like those uh, Kotobukiya, however you say it. the um, Not the Play Arts. Final Fantasy Eight figures. The big vinyl Kotobukiya, however you fucking say it. Uh, that were made when Eight came out. Like Final, before, it, Final Fantasy VIII. yeah, when Final Fantasy VIII came out, before it came out, and they just had to base it on the little character pictures. I got them, and they're really expensive. And I got 
really good deals on them. But I just got Laguna and Quistus. I will get at least Squall. Well, you did get a, a different series of Squall. That's I got the shorter. Play Arts one. Oh, is it Play Arts? Yes, because the Bandai figures are the little fellows. But it's not the weird Play Arts with the fuzzy hips. That's, um... Yeah, that's for Decidia. Yeah, and, uh... The really weird one was for, uh... The fuck was I gonna say? Dragonheart? What does that sound like a made-up thing? Dragonheart, um, the movie? I don't know. Kingdom uh, Hearts? Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, but he, there's not a... He's got, like, this weird gunblade key shit with a mullet and... What? I've never seen that one. I mean, in the game he's got like a vest instead of a jacket it's like he's got like something blue on but he's got his normal hair he doesn't have a mullet why in the hell did i see it's all black i don't know well my point was i got a lot of action figures we got a lot of stuff we didn't need but we did get some good stuff we did get some useful stuff but this time we know how it is to do without pretty much to I wouldn't say the extreme because it never got that bad, but it was it was it was not great. It was not great. Nope. But yep, I I feel like uh, you know it it got better. Okay, he's showing me. Is that Leon? He yeah. does too. Have he's got like a mullet thing going on. Well, if that's a mullet, then I've got a mullet. You don't have you don't have a mullet. He's got like. It's long hair is just pushed behind his ear. Okay. Well, <laughs> we could argue about Squall later. <laughs> but, um. We're going to have a big argument. And it's going to lead gonna up to. throw a, stuff. A fist fight. And then food fight. And the cat's going to be crying in her room, wishing we'd stop. <laughs> They're going to get divorced. <laughs> Double cat treats. Never mind. <laughs> Two Christmases. Shit, I want to be. We're starting to uh, make it so that she just eats two times a day. She was the getting... amount that she's supposed to. Because we looked into it and we we're like, oh. Yeah, because she's starting to be a big and. Yeah, I don't. I don't want the cat to be unhealthy, so we just give her how much she's supposed to have. I'm pretty sure she doesn't like it, but it's better to do that when they're younger because if you, like, my God. My cat Jasper, when my parents had to, like after I, you know, wasn't there, um, and he got older and they had to change his diet, he would just wait at the food bowl for six o'clock. And he, he was, he was a big fella. He needed a kitty hover around, but like he heard that, those little pebbles of food. And if he were upstairs, he'd be like, down the basement because that's where his food was. He'd be there. So I think it's better to do that now before she's like, food. But she's already like that. <laughs> if you open it, oh my God, that's, I don't eat tuna fish at home anymore. I love tuna, but good Lord. If I open that, she's like, food for me? Is it for me? Food for me? That's food for me. You're going to have to give me that food for me. Hey, 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 what are you doing with that? Don't put that in your mouth. Uh-uh, mine. <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> you want to talk about mortuary Yeah. Now? This, okay. Would you agree 
that this cover is way better than the movie. Oh yes. That's some, that's the case for most most movies. That's a badass cover because we both had seen it, like not at the same time because we were talking about oh we should watch that. I was like oh yeah I saw that cover. Yeah, mm. the movies. Mm. All I could think <laughs> of is like helmet hair. <laughs> and that face that he made when she walked away, and he went. <laughs> there were so many lines. That, oh, that the dude at the fucking flower shop. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, Mister. You'd better get out of here. It's like, <laughs> who was like a uh, who? Could, it's it's probably the guy that got everybody coffee or something. And he just bugged him like, can I please be in the movie? Please, please, please. Uh, I'll read the back. The wedding of the year is about to take place, unbeknownst to the bride-to-be, in a blood-curdling modern-day horror story of obsessive love. The mysterious death of Christie's psychologist father triggers a bizarre chain of events, with the common link being the mortician and his son. What grisly horrors lie behind the doors of the local mortuary? You'll soon find out in this edge-of-your-seat thriller where, the black, where black is the proper wedding attire. Starring Lydia Day George, Mary McDonough, David Wallace. Fast forward. <laughs> Bill S. Paxton Esquire. Christopher George. Directed and produced by Howard Avitas. Bill Paxton is the mortician's <laughs> son. And you know what I keep thinking? God, what's that tankard song that's like, something, something, be careful, something, something, careful, carefully. Oh, mercenary. Uh, but yeah. I keep putting mortuary in its place <laughs> in my head. I don't know why. The German thrash band from the 80s. They're not very good anymore. You heard them lately? What, did you say Tankard? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're kind of... Well, I mean, that dude's a big old boy. Oh, he's my had, God. He's had a few too many Tankards himself. He could, he could like, sumo wrestler Vince Neil. Jesus Christ. I was like, whoa. He, he might have sipped on too many of them. Yeah. But appreciate what you did back in the day. <laughs> Space beer. <laughs> is that what is that what it's called? Like the newer one or something? No, I remember there being albums. something about space. Oh. Yeah, it's from the Seriously? 80. Space yeah. The one I listened to the most was uh Someone Zombies on the Couch. I forget the name of the album. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's been a while. What is whatever that's called. <laughs> back to Mortuary. Uh, <laughs> he, the whole time we were watching this, you're just making fun of poor David Wallace's hair. It was terrible. I was like, <laughs> look at this motherfucker with his hat hair. It's terrible. It's like, I mean, it's just like a. It looks like if you got cotton candy and the dude made it wrong, and then just turned it into <laughs> hair and, and plopped it on somebody's head, and then put a hat on and then took it off. He's he's got like. 70s disco hair cut like like David Soul from Starsky and Hutch hair. No, that dude looks yes, like that dude looks like he didn't wash it in like a week and he had on a baseball hat or a helmet. <laughs> Look at that shit. It's like it's like somebody just put 10 pounds of gel on top and then he stood <laughs> like looking down somehow into a turbine engine and was like Whoa. Yeah, but that's what like everybody's hair looked like back then. <laughs> I would have been out of that fad. <laughs> I don't know why I would have had a helmet. Could you imagine me with that haircut? Yeah. Should I do that? Yeah. Okay. Press three if you'd like me to do that. 
thought. Let's see. Let me find a picture of David Soul when he was in Starsky and Hutch. Okay, so um, yeah. Okay, first off, the mortician's son would not be able to be like, "Here I go, going to bomb someone." You can't do that. You can't. You have to go to college, and you have to have proper licensing and all that shit. You got to go to college for like five years. My my. Who's that? David Soul. That is not the same hair. That's not the same hair. <laughs> but uh, I know what 70s hair looks like. That dude looks like some sixth grader in 2005. But <laughs> <laughs> He's a trendsetter. He's... Okay, but I, I have a friend, my buddy Lauren. She is an embalmer and a funeral director. And she had to go to school for for a long time and to study hard this kid's just like um look at me i can embalm i'm running the family business that's not that that's like in stepbrothers when he's like <laughs> i'm a medical doctor he's like he said he wants to be part of the family business and she's like family business aren't you a doctor he's like yeah i know that's not how that works it's like well my dad is a scientist or a brain surgeon so let me just get this bone saw and get to work that's you can't do that yeah you can you can but you'll go to jail for manslaughter and uh would it be impersonating a doctor yeah whatever sandy said she was gonna charge patrick with (laughs) (laughs) those old spongebob episodes are gold but um yeah I was like, you can't, it, I understand that he would be weird because he would be the mortician's son. Because I could see where kids would be like, oh, he's weird. Dude was skipping through the graveyard being like, gonna go give my mom flowers, want one? Hey, hey, boop, boop, And then, then the guy... Hey, Christy, do you want to go listen to Mozart? <laughs> you were like... I knew he was a bad guy right off the bat because he wanted to listen to Mozart instead of the Doors because he had a Doors. He had the it was the first album, mm-hmm. which just uh, celebrated its anniversary yesterday. Oh, uh, or the day before yesterday. That's probably one of the first records I heard because my dad, um, you know, let me listen to his records, and he had a record player down in the basement, and I listened to the Doors. But. <laughs> Who's like, want to come over and listen to Mozart? Is that making out music? I'm going to go with no. I'd be like, what the f... You, is your grandma here? What's going on? Mozart? Oh, oh and uh, I, <clears throat> forgot, I forgot to mention that the uh, the main character, Greg, uh, he kept reminding me of Trey Parker. <laughs> <laughs> well, the ridiculousness of it definitely well, reminds uh, me of... Well, was something to do with, like, from his nose down on his face, he's just like, like, I don't mean to sound queer or nothing, but I think you're dead. <laughs> what, were, what do we keep saying? We kept saying that. I don't mean to sound queer or nothing, but I think I'm going to have to embalm you. <laughs> but the, okay, and the mom. It's like, but mom... You can't tell me what to do. I'm your child. It was that kind of dialogue. Like, but your dad was his patient, and that's why he went crazy. Tries not to look at camera. Yeah. It's like Thornton Reed in Dark Place. Why he always tries not to look at the camera? That acting was better <laughs> yeah. than that. Oh my god. Uh, it, did it ever explain why the the dad, the mortician, was having a seance? 
And they were like, oh, well, look at him. Or, I saw well, this last week. I would have said that's more like a ritual. Yeah, that wasn't a seance. A, that was... seance is like sitting at a table. That's what I was thinking. I was like, is there something else to this that it's a seance? Because if I saw that, I'd be like, okay, if I saw that, I wouldn't be like, hmm. Is that no, your friend's he, mom? He just does that. <laughs> I know. Is that my girlfriend's mom? Remember, he thought it was. But he was just like, huh, huh, huh. Let's huh. go get those tires because the whole the beginning of the movie is them trying to steal some tires from the dude's boss that he got fired from. And the reason is... he got fired was because he saw the seance. <laughs> what he... the fuck were they? What even were they doing? They're just dancing around a little fire pit thing. How do you get that going? Inside of a warehouse. Hey. I don't know if you'd like to join me, but you and your friends are welcome to dance around in some robes and go, oh, whatever the hell, and then just walk outside if you want. We're meeting at 7 tonight. Afterwards, we're going to get KFC if you want to. That's why they were all there. Food afterwards. Coffee. Donuts. But yeah, why? That was meant to be the deceiving point, right? Yeah. And you just got this weirdo skipping around the graveyard, like, la, 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 my mom's dead. Woo. He's my like, mom committed suicide, so I'm a weirdo. His mom, okay, but he faked his mom's death. His mom faked, but why? He just sprinkled that in there at the end. Yeah. The, okay, the bad exposition is added on to by there just being these weird details that should have been explained more, which would warrant more exposition, but they're just like, oh, yeah, my mom's not dead. She faked her death. Right at the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> is that what happened, or is that what you did? That's what happened. She got out of her chair and like, <laughs> <laughs> That is the kind of noise that she made, for real. <laughs> But, um, okay, I don't even get the twist at the end. It's like, were the people not dead? Because he, he, there were these people going missing or being murdered, and everybody's like, natural causes, like in these bad movies. And the person was clearly murdered. And then they were trying to make you believe that the main character's girlfriend, who is also the main character, I guess, her mom, who looked like she was like three years older than her, um... Their dad died, and she was like, you don't even care, dad's dead. She was like, don't you say that. I'm going on a date with Brewski Dusker. <laughs> Sounds like a band. <laughs> Husker Dusker? Or... Husker Do? Husker Do. <laughs> um, sorry, I just snorted in the mic there. <laughs> but... He's... It's just like all this, all this stuff you keep squeaking over there. All this, it's like, okay, the dad's dead. The dad's de- death is a mystery. <laughs> the beginning of the movie when it just, him sitting by the pool and then. <laughs> the, the bat, we both thought that he was like, you know, when you slowly. Like you're about to hit someone. So, so you're you... like, that's where I'm going to hit him. That was the hit. And we were like. Huh? Which it was slow mo, but still. It was it it was like, like they th- they thought, oh, this is slow mo. I'll be good. It's like <laughs> nope, that was terrible. So like maybe the slow mo will hide that we're just barely hitting him with it. But no. But then he's in the pool and he's there. It's like they were like drown, drown. Yeah, he's like looking Act. up. <laughs> <laughs> what? It'd be funny if you could see him saying what. 
I can't hear you. I'm in the water. <laughs> this is kind of cold. My balls are shriveling up. I've got to pee. I already did. It kind of warmed it up, so it's okay. It's like, let's just keep this take. And uh, the girl keeps dreaming about her dad dying, but she's like moaning like she's getting banged. She's like, Daddy, Daddy. It's like, what the hell? You, you dreaming about your dad or you getting raped by a ghost? <laughs> this is all Dan Aykroyd's fault. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and she keeps dreaming about it. Her mom's like, you're imagining, because her mouth was, like, she talked weird, and she had this giant forehead, like, I kept expecting a plane to land on it. Lydia Day George. Lady needed some bangs, or fringe. And she needed to pull up her shirt, which I'm that sure was that, the... that was the draw, I guess. Yeah. Look at the mother and daughter boobs. Boobs. But yeah. It, it, it's just so much stuff. And then she was in that weird seance thing, which. It's even on the back. That, that her daughter was really strange looking. Yeah. Like, Very freckly. She was 22, but she looked like she was like 40. But mom, you told me I could stay out till 830. But she's supposed to be like an 18-year-old or something like that. <laughs> it's like we were just watching the new Cobra Kai episodes, and he's like, but I can't drive. And Aaron's like, you're like 40. Yeah, no. you can. He's like 20-something 20, 20 now. Yeah, but <laughs> Cobra Kai is supposed to be like within a few weeks, like all these seasons. But uh, the, the one kid lost a bunch of weight. Yeah, and, and they kind of made fun of that or pointed it out or something. It's called a growth spurt. And then the main kid got kind of chunky. Yeah. So mm. he's, he's got kind of a, which, I mean, I can cover mine up with a beard. He's got a double chin going on. <laughs> but back yes. to mortuary. That's, okay. So you know how this would have been cooler if there was a cult and it was going the direction that it was leading you to. And if they worked the mortician and the son into their killings. Yeah. And each member of the cult was going around killing people. And the reason that they killed the dad was more, you know, evil. Or he, he found something. Just, it was just like, no wait, let's do this. And it just makes no sense. Yeah. Also... The the guy, uh, Bill Paxton, reminded me of if they wanted Herbert West. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, it, like, I don't, I don't know what it was about him. I guess that he was just, like, he's not a scientist, but he was, you know, little, dealing with dead bodies and stuff. And little scrawny The opposite guy. of reanimator. <laughs> I don't know what it was. He just kind of reminded me of Herbert West. And he, okay, so it turns out he's the one killing people because he wants Christy, the think, main character. I think that was her name, wasn't it? I, let's yeah, go yeah, with that. Yeah, Christy's psychologist father. Yes, and he was the dad's patient. The mortician's son was Christy's dad's patient. And he asked him if, she, if he could marry Christy, and he was like, no. So he killed him. Yeah. By yeah. brushing him with a bat. 
<laughs> Pushing him into the pool. The dude couldn't swim? What was he doing in swim trunks in a pool if he couldn't swim? Well, he wasn't in the pool. He's sitting next to the pool under an umbrella. Enjoying yeah, but pool. who who gets a pool and is like, well, I can't swim. But it's nice. Maybe Lars Ulrich. <laughs> I just wanted a pool because, you know, um, well, the reason that I wanted the pool was just because, you know, pools are, you know. And I think we in Metallica really deserve <laughs> a pool at every one of our summer homes. And I, our winter homes. And our other homes. Just in case we need another home. And then our other other homes. Okay, I, I could I could imitate <laughs> Lars forever, but anyhow, the the plot was convoluted. It's it's it was steering you in a deceptive direction when the actual direction probably would have been better. But my God, what did they spend that budget on? All the Crack? Cool, all the cool cars. I don't uh, know. Is that, uh, the main girl Christy drives a. Uh, uh, 81 Mazda 626 Coupe. That was pretty cool. Uh, Greg has this really nice, like, blue se- van. 70s short 40 Econoline. I then, like how I say blue van. And he's <laughs> like, do you was? And then uh, the mortician's car was a, like an AMC Matador station wagon. That's kind of cool. And then all the cars in the background were awesome just because it was from 1983. So all the cars were awesome. Yeah. Even the. Crappy ones are better than a Prius or a Tesla. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd rather drive a cool shit bucket any day. Over... You'd rather drive a smart for two passion. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. But the budget and the acting. Uh, the... It's like the dude in the flower store, though. Let's get back to him. Well, the budget was $250,000, apparently. And for 83, that's pretty good for a... What what studio... Ovation. What I don't... That's just some little rinky-dink studio. Damn. All right. Um. It's It's one of those movies that just starts with no previews or no logos or anything. <laughs> you know what the budget was? The cover. Yeah. <laughs> Just Pain. figured it out. Yeah, but the... Okay, also, the way that it was shot, like, I know it was low budget, but look at Evil Dead. Look at the innovation. Look at the yeah. directing techniques and the shooting techniques and the everything they used. And then you got the what? dude in makeup and a hood, and they didn't even change the camera angle. It's like... And he was just standing at the door like... Aah! And then she ran away screaming, and he was still like... Do I go now? <laughs> yes, now. Okay. Yeah, but, but Over here. But the Evil Dead was directed by a young person that was an innovator, and this is directed by some guy that's been around for a little while and was stuck in the seventies. Because it's very cheap seventies horror movie. Yeah, but it didn't even make sense at all. Like at least there's some plots. Yeah. See, uh, doesn't say who wrote it. Was directed and produced by Howard Avidus. So what? Any redeeming things from this movie? Because the plot summed up is the girl Christy and her boyfriend Greg. Or <laughs> 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 who, who hey, like Christy, 
You want to go get it on in front of the fireplace? Why did he have to make a fire every time? Is that like the sig- <laughs> the signal? Like, mm-mm. if I get this fire going, we're gonna be getting it on. My fire's getting going, if you know what I mean. She's like, no. And then the mom always walks in, like, I'm so glad you're such a good boy, Greg. He's like, I think I know what you're talking about, Mrs. Christie's mom. <laughs> He said that? No. <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised. That's how bad it was. Maybe I just missed it. <laughs> we should remake this ourselves. But they were like... <laughs> the, the, the awkward sex scene where they were just like... We thought her ass was his ass. I was like... <laughs> That's what we said. <laughs> Is that his ass or her? <laughs> no, he said, want me to be a queer nothing? But you got the weirdest ass I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> who just okay who just gets naked and lays there and is like because uh, uh, uh. it was like what are you guys doing what are you guys got okay check we got the fire going check we're they, naked check. They, get, they got the sex music playing oh, the, the part where the power just kept going out and they were like but, I mean, it was okay the first couple times. It yes. just kept going and kept going. It's like the, all of the footage that you would shoot so you could be like, okay, we'll take that part. All right. They just kept it. They were like, who cares? This movie's weird anyway. Sounds good to me. Strap <laughs> this up. Get some taco baco. Or, wait, what was what was Cluckin' Bell? <laughs> Cluckin' Bell? Yeah. From Grand Theft Auto? Yes. 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 He may be dead. <laughs> maybe he did, maybe he didn't. No, he may be dead. He, maybe he did what? He, he may be dead. <laughs> uh, press five if you like Flight of the Concords. We'll wait. Okay, but back to when the power was going. What was the deal with that? Was somebody supposed to have been doing that? Was it supposed to be a old Henry Skippity Doo from the graveyard who's crazy? I don't know. I guess so. I never did say. When it did that, I was like, no, it's for Rat too. Like when he's flipping on off the switch in, in SpongeBob, when the, the hash slinging, the crash dinging. Yes! But, anyhow. Yeah, that that part, that part was ridiculous. And then when when uh, she's like, "Oh, Greg, do you want to bang again? Are you making a fire?" And he's like, "I might be." <laughs> and then she walked away and was like, "I'll go." She said some weird thing. She was like, "I'll go get us some orange juice." It was uh, like something really weird. What was the? There was something weird at the beginning of it that we were like, "That doesn't make sense." I can't remember what it was now though. Well, if you watch uh, this movie, uh, tell us what the weird quote was at the beginning that doesn't make tell any sense. Tell us what we said. <laughs> Do it. Something between Greg and Christy is like, huh? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, thanks for the ride. I prefer a kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he was like, thanks for the ride. And then she was like, I'd prefer a kiss. And it was like, it was almost like they didn't want to kiss, like in real life, because they were just like... <laughs> But like, oh yeah, tuna and egg salad. So we said like maybe like was she just gonna leave him there and just give him a kiss and then he's just gonna appear at his house? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I prefer kisses instead of rides. I like staying in the same place. <laughs> Would you like to know more? <laughs> but, uh, like, they, why'd they crawl into the back seat and then, like, his parents are like, Greg, is that you? <laughs> and then he's like, Yes, Mom, I was, I was getting a ride home from Christy. And it's like, pretend like you were about to have sex. It's like, okay. And then he just, like, pulls his his jacket half off. But he's pulling his jacket half off as he's getting out of the car. And then he pulls it back on. Like, you couldn't have even stopped in the car and been like, okay, here we go. Mess up that hair. All right, so what rating would you give Mortuary? Out of ten? Yeah. How many wet kisses? Three. Three wet kisses out of ten? We got five ninety nine for six dollars. Three. That's what I give it. Uh I don't know. Three's like unwatchable. Uh, I mean I'll give a, a five for the cover art and the cars. It got a five and a half on um IMDB. Wow, you're giving a lot to that cover there. I mean, that covers that I mean, lens like one like point. I, I would I would get that poster. Yeah. <laughs> I want a poster of him doing that. That's what I was gonna say when uh he made the fire and she was like, well, I'm gonna go get some insert weird thing here that people wouldn't usually eat or drink regularly for having sex or good time and he she walks away and then he goes <laughs> and then goes back to what he's doing and we were like what was that? I don't know. And then, um, when the killer comes. But why were they? I'm just so confused. Why were there seances? Why was the mortician guy having se- seances in his warehouse? Why were they all in rows? Why were they chanting nonsense? They weren't even chanting. They were just like, oh. Praise be, baby oh, Jesus. No, that's the thing from Final Fantasy X I was doing. Um, oh. They should have been doing the menu for um, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And be like, hell yeah, brother. Let's see, who wrote this? Hey, the poster's only $20. I wouldn't pay 20 for that. Mm. It was written... It made $4.3 million at, like in gross sales. What? Like box office plus you know, VHS sales. Oh, okay. So around that, the world. The, the tape sales saved him there because a lot of people didn't have the advantage of having their stuff on tape. I didn't go to IMDb. I didn't go to squirrels.com. Why are squirrels now my background? Uh, is known internationally as embalmed. Oh yeah, <laughs> Get out that... here! I'm gonna embalm you. <laughs> and he didn't hollow. say it that raspy because he said that earlier. I was like, "Who's saying that, Farmer Fran?" <laughs> it was written by. Oh, it was written by the director. I wonder why it doesn't say it on the. It just says. It's... Maybe he's like. Don't tell him I wrote it. I was on drugs. See, what else did he work on? There are no good drugs, kids. Uh, He worked on Kidnapped, 1987. (laughs) He said Kidnapped? They're Playing with Fire, 1984. Separate Ways, 1981. 
the fifth floor in 1978. And as Hikmet Avidas, because that's his real first name, uh, he did Texas Detour Scorchy Dr. Minx. What? What? Was that all one title? Go back there. (laughs) Texas. Texas, we saw Scorchy. What? (laughs) Texas Detour Scorchy Dr. Minx. That sounds like somebody's pet hamster and farts a lot. <laughs> the specialist and the teacher and then the stepmother. These sound these sound like stingers. What is scorchy? Oh. Is it like porn? No. It's a nineteen seventy six American crime film starring Connie Stevens, Casare Denova, William Smith. Norm, is that the same William Smith from like the action movies? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. This yeah. is out of nowhere. But you know what I dislike about the Cobra Kai in the new season? A filler. B. Don't you bring Bloodsport into this? Leave Jean Claude Van Damme out of your little kid escapades. All right, back to he more punched him in the balls. That was hilarious. <laughs> It was like being in a theater if they read, <laughs> if, if if they read it, like that reaction I just had, I was like, where have I felt that before? Oh yeah, in the theater when people were being stupid and obnoxious. Yeah. Don't you bring Jean-Claude Van Damme into this. Hey, this movie was not produced by Howard Avitas, even though it says it on the back. It was produced by Edward L. Montoro and Marlene Schmidt. My good friends. And the cinematography was by Gary Graver. <laughs> we both got to hold it. This. I didn't finish with the plot here. It's okay. So the. This plot. Like who. Did they ever say it out loud? Say what? The plot. And everybody was like, yeah, that sounds good to me. Oh, well. Let's get going. Or maybe they just made it up as they were going along. They, okay, so they see a seance in the mortuary. There's uh, Christie's mom, who is Greg's girlfriend's mom, in the seance. And they're all just chanting in robes, and then they leave. And then the one kid gets, like, freaked out because he, what, they never explained what was going on with that. Was what? Who was in, who was the lady sticking out of the grave of of the casket? That was his mom. Whose like, mom? The, the the mortician's son's mom. The mortician's wife. Okay, so the kid that was with, the kid that was stealing the tires of Greg was like, and then he ran out and took off in his van. He pushed the he pushed the tires over like. To, to leave. Yeah, yeah, and then he was like, well, where and are you going? He, His acting wasn't, it wasn't bad, it wasn't great. But then he, he saw her arm sticking out of the casket, and he goes, oh, Mrs., whatever their last name was. Yeah, and then he screams and runs away, but then he gets and, killed by, who you don't know is Bill Paxton's character at the time, whose name I do not remember, the mortician's son, because he stabs, that's his thing, he stabs everybody with an embalming to uh, Paul Andrews. thing. And his dad was Hank Andrews, and his mom was Mrs. Andrews. Really? <laughs> they didn't give her a first name. Okay, so that kid's dead that he was with, and he doesn't know that. So they 
the okay the fat kid at the skating rink jim maybe he's in the woman's head it was like he was waiting for a laugh track. I was like, <laughs> the roller skating scene just kept going. Was... Yes, and he was like falling, <laughs> and the camera was moving around like they were just. It was somebody's <laughs> home movie. <laughs> it's like uh, an Ed, Ed, and Eddie where they were trying to film for Eddie's brother, and and uh, they had the <laughs> the cardboard cutouts of people on chickens, yeah, yeah. and the. And the camera's falling over. That's what it makes me think of. <laughs> there's that one dude in the funky suit. Oh, kid. that guy. That guy was the best part of the movie right there. He was like, I'm in a movie, and I'm going to give it all I got. He was wearing, it looked like he went in Prince's closet and just got the whitest suit like it was, it was like sparkly white, and it was like all fluffed up and stuff. That dude was. And he was doing all the roller skating tricks. I was like, that guy should get an award. But the rest, then it was like the fat guy falling down and being like, "Oh, that's just me." <laughs> and then he got popcorn poured on his head because he was like, "Maybe he's late." Or it was like some line that didn't even warrant, and we thought it was gonna be a milkshake. Yeah, but it was popcorn. Why would you waste popcorn? You know how many old Amish people are starving and need popcorn? Because <laughs> there's always... there's Like, if there's popcorn anywhere for free or 50 cents, there's an old Amish guy holding a bag full of popcorn. Am I wrong? No, no, no. Or old people. Old people love popcorn. It reminds me of the vaudeville days. That's all we had back then. You went in the field and you warmed it up with your butt until it started popping. Back when I used to date Estelle Getty, uh, we all just ate popcorn. Who is Estelle Getty? Uh, what's her name on the Golden Girls? Uh, the mom. Oh, uh, my God. She's ancient. Is she dead yet? She's been dead. All right. <laughs> Are they all dead? Yeah. Betty White was the last one. They were all the same age except for uh Dorothy? No. Uh, Dorothy was in World War Two. Her character the or, or, Blanche. Her, her actual like, her actual what you're talking about B? Yes, uh yeah. That's her name. I forget Arthur. her last name. B No. B Arthur. But really? Yes, Beatrice B. Arthur? Arthur. Okay, yeah. She was in uh World War Two. She worked in a factory like a lot of women did. It's uh, working on planes and stuff. Uh, it's B. Arthur, Estelle Getty, and then Betty White, and then Rue McClanahan. Yeah, I remember her her name. She was the youngest. She was born in like 1934 or something. The rest of them were born in like 23 or 22 because Betty White would have been 100 in a few days. I saw the magazines that were that said like Betty White turns 100, and I was like, should have waited a little bit. Yeah. It's like, hey. She had like 13 days to go. Mm-hmm. She led a, a good life. Who doesn't like the Golden Girls? It's uh, funny. Who who likes the Golden Palace? That, what is that? Remember we tried watching it? It was the, like the sequel show like where they own a crappy hotel. <laughs> I thought that was the first episode. What? No. It was like one season and it was awful. Oh. And one of I don't think B. Arthur is in it. I think it was just 
That's, that's just the other three. How do we get from Mortuary <laughs> to the Golden Girls? I can't watch the Golden Girls like over and over and over again, though. If it's on, I'll, I'll, it's funny, but I'm not going to be like, I'm going to sit down and watch the Golden Girls. The only real life thing I like watching is probably Trailer Park Boys. I can watch every episode up until it gets bad. What would you give Mortuary? I already said a five. <laughs> Don't throw it at your face. I already said I'd give it a five for the cars and the poster. I give it a throw. I don't sleep. <laughs> I don't watch Mortuary. But I mean, I'd watch it again just because it was goofy. Yes. Goofy Factor bumps it up. I, You know what? Three, I feel like, is unwatchable. Final Verdict... Four and half. Four and half? Four and half. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's on some streaming service. It's probably... Uh, Tubi? Well, I, mean, I was trying to think of the... It's probably public domain. <laughs> it's probably on YouTube. We watched this on our new VCR. Our new old 1985 VCR. That, that thing I, is way better than... Uh, the more recent one. I feel like an old person, but that's how it goes. If it was made in like the 70s or 80s, this shit still works. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a laser disc player. <laughs> well, that's physically broken. <laughs> Not mentally. It's still hanging in there. Or... We were going to get Christy's dad to be a psychiatrist, but he got dead in the pool. <laughs> Don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but your dad's dead in the pool, Christy. <laughs> Your dad's looking pretty good in that, that Speedo with that afro. <laughs> yeah, and that suit that uh, he put him in. Like, how long was he dead? And he had him at the wedding at the end. Yo, why did the one guy have clown makeup on? <laughs> Cause what, he, the, what was with that? Because he was a clown. What I was trying to read what his shirt said the whole time, but I couldn't make it out. No, the, the picture quality was not great. And uh, all I could think of was... <laughs> When he's just doing chicken noises over and over again. <laughs> and and guy... <laughs> like, he's like asking him questions and he's just like, Burr! you know, it's turkey noise. He's like, oh, you turkey. <laughs> Banter between friends. <laughs> you turkey. <laughs> I'm going to get out there and pinch your patootie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what are we going to talk about next week? So you're going in for a high five? Um. I don't know. You're leaving me hanging. You had to do it way up high. We can talk about Shrek. Shrek oh my god, toot. no. No Shrek. <laughs> Enough with this. Uh, mm. We can talk about zombie i don't know but we we just got a uh you got a bunch of tapes yep so we'll probably watch one of them talk about that or we can watch the buttercream gang and the buttercream gang too you could have your own podcast and talk about (laughs) shrek and the buttercream gang it's a butter shrek podcast (laughs) butter shrek the shrek cream podcast oh no (laughs) 
Shrek cream. Brought to you in part the fuck's by in that? Like Smash green Mouth. Green goo, poop, and Smash Mouth lyrics? <laughs> yep. I don't want to be a part of that. I feel like it'd be stinky. Probably. And sweaty and sticks on everything. <laughs> or let it harden and keep it forever. <laughs> it's phloam. Got you covered. Phloam. It's covered in phloam. <laughs> Got a scooter? Put some foam on it. Every kid on the block would be like, why did you do that? Foam your skateboard, your bike, anything you like. So many times. Who else gets commercials just randomly? Foam is not available in all 50 states. <laughs> Go to your doctor if your penis starts to swell more than five inches in girth. Foam your penis. Don't tell your parents. It'll be our secret. Shh. Make sure you leave a pee hole so you can pee. Either that or save it up and just blast it out of there. Make a game of it. All right, let's get out of here. Make a pee flum target. No more flum pee. Let's let's go. All right. Wait, what was that? What was that commercial for? For uh, um, it's like twist a braid. I don't know. That's the one I. When I always get stuck in my head. I always get, skip it, skip it, oh my skip God. it, skip it. Damn it, what was the, it's going to be stuck in my head. I had to watch it, it was stuck in my head so bad. It was like, um, uh. I'm a badass cowboy living in the bad that's cowboy all I can days. Think of. <laughs> Call one 555 for your Cartman song. It's a ringtone. Uh, have you or a loved one ever been shot in the face with a 12-gauge shotgun? Please call Linda Day George for <laughs> consultation. Consultation? Yeah. It's like can't be, like being canceled and consultation at the same time. You're very, your call is very important to us. Uh, Damn, what was it? It was like a, you know what? I'll get back to you on that. Thanks, uh... Uh, it's like, it's like a, a fucking, mm. it's right there on the tip of your nuts. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma or asbestos related cancer, you may have important legal rights to subject their limits. You may be entitled to compensation from employers, manufacturers, or other responsible for your asbestos exposure. Are you looking up to yes. twist a braid? Yes, I am. I well, went from dark throne to twist a braid. Oh, it's quick rap from Conair. That quick rap. Yes, what the hell quick, is rap. quick rap. Quick rap from Conair. Yeah, it's a rap. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even remember that one. It's quick rap from Conair. All your friends will be like, "Why did you do that to your hair?" <laughs> yes, I. It says I watched it. <laughs> huh? You send that to DVT. I, oh, one of the comments on the video I remember was, I was in love with that one girl in the red shirt. <laughs> what? Like, what? It was like five seconds over and somebody was like, that's my wife. <laughs> we've been married for 15 years. We've got four kids and we're very happy. 
and they all use Con Air. Quick rap. From Con Air, yeah, it's a rap. That's our, it was our wedding song. And the rest of the band played there, but they couldn't play, so the actual band was backstage, and they got little weenie raps. Pretty good. Stupid ad. Go away, you dang ad. I have to leave soon, Eric. But me, me and Artemis Clyde Frogs still have to do our love scene with Sam Hayek. Come down as soon as you're done. I like how he's singing it to Shelly at the end, and she's like. All right. See you later, everybody. Bye. See you next week. Sorry. <laughs> if you get that, go. go no, watch. I just feel like apologizing in general. Sorry. Go watch the South Park episode Cat Orgy because that's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Bye. Scratch your bang bang. <laughs>